You're listening to Once, Episode 71, The Cricket Game, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the unofficial podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. And we are live from Las Vegas. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. And we are so happy to have you listening to us. And we are sponsored in part by Simul TV. And I'll t- tell you more about their amazing service in a few minutes as we get going. But we watched this episode of Once Upon a Time from our hotel room and. We're in Las Vegas for the New Media Expo, Podcast Awards, CES, all of this stuff. You can find out more about my coverage of all of that over at theaudacitypodcast.com. But we watched the episode, The Cricket Game, and I felt like it went, it flowed a bit differently than I expected it to. Me too. I thought so too. It, Jeremy, did you, what did you think, like, overall the flow of it, uh, the feel? It, it was really... It was really good. I felt like it was um, perhaps improved over the beginning of the season as far as everything from the flow to even the dialogue. They did something that I did not expect. What was that? Cora and Hook aren't going to just be like, ta-da, here we are. They're, they're going to be like really like... <laughs> Like they're gonna hide until just the right moment, which is not what I expected. I thought they were gonna, you know, pop out and be like, "Surprise, here we are." Right. I, I kind of wonder too because we had talked in previous episodes about how it seemed like Cora wanted to wait until Regina was broken and uh, to that point where she really needed the help that Cora would come in and say, "Oh, my poor little daughter, let me be a mother to you now and come join the dark side with me and we'll rule the galaxy <laughs> together." And, <laughs> but I, I feel like this episode was really setting up. And um, in our chat room, Erin Jay said that she felt like she appreciated it because it slowed down the pace a little bit. And I felt like it did, but it did so with a purpose of let's slow down, let's build this up. Kind of like music when it it's leading up into the climax. There's this slower transition where it's drawing you out. And you're like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then the big triumph and climax of the music and uh, you know i'm a composer so you know what's going to drive me crazy <laughs> what the fact that cora can be anybody uh, yeah. that's going to drive me insane so oh, uh, can make dead people be anybody uh, yeah <laughs> i'm just wondering is that dead person going to suddenly turn back into himself at some point oh that would be an interesting reveal. Yeah. If that happens. Now, by the way, clarification, these are our, our just initial reactions. So our thoughts aren't all going to be chronological and we don't have sound clips and stuff. And the noise you're hearing in the background is because we're live from lots Las Vegas. Lots and lots of people. Yeah, people are walking around. I mean, I see people in front of us watching us and taking pictures of yeah. us. So it's lots of fun here. <laughs> and different. Jeremy's staying at home. <laughs> Jeremy yeah, doesn't get to I'm be a celebrity. In the studio. <laughs> Um, I love that when Cora comes to town, like she just starts, uh, in a sense, just toying with that guy and eventually turns him into a fish. Who was that? I, I think the people we've seen Cora kill or interact with 
are insignificant. Like, they're nobodies. Probably. I mean, we might They were find... somebody to somebody. I know. Yeah. It could be one of those things like Gus was a mouse, and then he suddenly killed off. So we find out who he is, and then he dies. And yeah. he wasn't really that important of a character, but we do discover here's this supposedly kind of like nobody out there. But he was someone in fairy tale land. So maybe like the guy being turned into a fish actually was someone, but he's not going to be someone significant. Yeah, he wasn't acting fairy tale landish at all.、Mm-hmm. So that's what trips me up about who he is. Yeah, he did mention fairy tale land, though, at least. <laughs> yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, he said, Are you some kind of magician back from our land? Oh. Yeah. I think I missed that. And、um, did you notice the Dalmatian in the title screen? Uh huh. I almost thought, are we going to get some backstory to that Dalmatian? And I was hoping cover, we would. Like, all of that. So,、um, we've got、Hongo. a question actually here from the audience Who did Cora <laughs> kill and look, make look like Hopper? And、That's a very good question. Yeah, that could be a mystery to us because is it maybe someone else important or just another nobody? <laughs> nobody. It's nobody important enough that Cora knows who they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But she called Archie Hopper. Someone who knows all of Storybrooke's dark secrets. And that's because he is the psychologist. So he knows what everyone's thinking. So that's, that's kind of scary that now she's got him. At that scene at the end, when they were looking in the hold of the ship, I was wondering what are,、uh, who did they get? I was thinking it was maybe.、Um, At、uh, I, I, maybe there was Bell or someone See, like that. Yeah, I thought it was Bell too. And I was going, come on, she cannot be imprisoned again. Please don't do this to me.、Um, and, <laughs> yeah. and it was a nice surprise. Yeah, it was definitely surprising. Yep. Yeah. Now, we've got our live chat room, and our schedule is going to be a bit odd as we do this live for the next week, but we'll be back on our normal schedule Wednesday evenings at 8 30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's GMT minus five over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And Sunday nights, our initial reactions at 9 15 Eastern Standard Time at oncepodcast.com slash live. And we've got a bunch of people joining us in the chat room as we're recording this, a completely different schedule, but、uh, they joined us for this. And- We're really happy to have them here with us. Now, I want to take a minute to thank our sponsors for this episode. I'm really excited about this. Our sponsor for Once Podcast, that you'll be hearing a lot about over the next several episodes, is Simul TV. You haven't heard about them yet, but this is an awesome service that I really think you're going to get into. See, do you, I'm sure all of you out there have friends and family that you watch Once Upon a Time with. Well, in a sense, you kind of watch TV shows with them. You're in one place, they're somewhere else. And sometimes you might get together and watch the shows together. Sometimes it might be pick up the phone, call them, and say, Hey, did you just see that? Maybe it's a sports show that you're watching, or maybe it's a movie that you want to watch together. But do you realize how hard that is? Well, that's what Simul TV was designed to 
fix for you. It's the next evolution in social television so that you can connect with one another no matter where you are or where they are, what device you're using. Watch TV together, but it's more than just watching TV and movies and entertainment together. It is connecting you with the other people. So no matter where you are in the world, you can pick up a mobile device, log into your computer, with use a browser. You don't even have to install something like that, an extra program. You use your browser for this, and you can watch the show together. You can have a chat room together with your other friends, and you can even have picture-in-picture video images of your friends and family who are watching with you. So you can watch their jaws drop when they're seeing Once Upon a Time or seeing something that's absolutely amazing. And here's what you need to do. Check this out by going to uh, oncepodcast.com slash simultv. That's S-I-M-U-L-T-V. Oncepodcast.com slash simultv. And join their new program. Test drive it over there. You'll eventually be able to connect with popular networks like Facebook and Twitter, which are really integrated already. You can use picture-in-picture. You'll be able to watch different channels and see the channels as they're adding. And family-friendly programming will be highest on the priority. This service is so new, it launched just a couple days ago. You've got to check it out. Oncepodcast.com slash TV to be able to watch TV, television, entertainment, movies, and more, and engage with others. This is more than just watching at the same time. This is watching with your friends, with your family, building that connection with other people as you enjoy the same entertainment together. So I think you'll really love this action. You can test drive Simul TV for absolutely free by going to onespodcast.com slash Simul TV. And if there's any content that you don't see in the Simul TV network, like any particular XYZ, Element OP, or ABC kind of content <laughs> there, then you should contact that network and tell them, I want to see you on Simul TV. So check out the service, test drive it over at onespodcast.com slash Simul TV. Thank you so much, Simul TV, for your support of One's podcast we love your service we are really excited to see it grow in the future so let's talk more about uh, this great episode of once upon a time the cricket game in in fairy tale land we saw the queen's attempts at being redeemed and in present day land we see regina truly trying to be redeemed like in fairy tale land it was a fake redemption thing yeah. But, <laughs> Which was great. <laughs> I you? wish I could have caused more pain. <laughs> I know. It was awful. Did you notice it was Snow White who offered parlay to the evil queen Regina in Fairy Tale Land? I wanted it to be grumpy because of the Pirates of the Caribbean reference there. Oh. Parlay. Parlay. <laughs> Why grumpy? Because he's he's the guy that's in Pirates of the Caribbean who says "Hello, puppet," and he hates the word parlay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. how did I miss that? I don't know, Jeremy. I've been saying it all along. <laughs> <laughs> did oh, dear. you see at the uh, Queen's execution? Did you see that Rumpelstiltskin was there? Did I don't see that? how you could miss it. He's the only like green person there. Well, it was just a slight profile, but yeah, very quick. Plus, it was like 20 minutes in, and suddenly I was like, wow, we haven't seen Gold or Rumple yet. Mm-hmm. And there he is. And it's always such a striking 
I don't know. I don't mean to exaggerate it, but it's always like, oh, there's like the one who's really going to step this up a little bit. I don't know. I'm always like, really excited when I see him. <laughs> He's, he must be my favorite. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> my favorite to imitate. I mean, what? I, yeah. <laughs> I love in our chat room, the toothless snail. Wow, great name there. Um, points out something that I love too. What Grumpy said at the war council table. He said, uh, give her five minutes with my axe. <laughs> that would be messy. Uh, but uh, so Speaking of David and the war council, yeah. in this episode, seeing how much David wanted to and still wants to kill the queen, it makes it so much more disgusting that she tried to sort of woo David away from Mary Margaret before the curse was broken. Do you remember that? Yeah. It just makes it all that much more disgusting mm-hmm. because like, he had feelings very much against her. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I feel like in in present day, uh, in Storybrooke here, Regina really is trying to set things right. And she has not set a good reputation for herself because of these things. And David remembers that. And everyone's remembering everything bad, so... In a sense, we have to realize, yeah, it totally makes sense that these people aren't going to trust her because everything she's ever done in the past. <laughs> she tried to kill us yeah. yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, did Regina actually call Emma M or Emma? Uh, I thought no, outside I the diner that, that she actually called her by her first name or something like her first name. Did you hear that? I don't remember. Right, we'll, we'll get this when we do our full discussion later this week and record with sound clips and screenshots and all of that stuff. We'll get more information on that. I know she stopped her by saying thanks. Yeah. I don't remember that she said her name. We'll have to catch that next time. Yeah, so uh, chat room is saying that they heard him as well, and that might be the first time mm-hmm. that Regina called her by her first name or something kind of like that. you sure she didn't say um? <laughs> That's why I want to go back to this very um, These are just our initial reactions. That's why. Um, yeah. In, in fairy tale land or enchanted forest, I think it's awesome that now we realize a bit more why Regina needed the curse and wanted the curse so much. Not just to get revenge, but that she couldn't have her revenge on Snow and Charming unless she took them to a different land. Right. That's some awesome backstory that I didn't expect. Yeah, and it was Rumble Stiltskin that put that idea in her head, and she was thrilled with it. Mm-hmm. And made it necessary. Yeah. I started thinking about the timeline with all of this because she has that conversation and decides suddenly, yes, that's right, I could use the curse. She decides that the day of the wedding. They did say this is the day that she's getting married. (laughs) Which explains why she goes to the wedding and says, here's what I'm doing. Now just give me a few moments to figure out how. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Talk about rushing into it. So Rumpelstiltskin gave her the dark curse even before this. He's just kind of reminding her, you know, there's this curse. Like, it's as if he's saying, you know, there's this curse that takes everyone else to a different land where you could have your revenge. Right. Oh, speaking of the wedding, Regina drove to the wedding. Did you get that? Yeah. She did not drive back. So 
Right. Oh. So her carriage is probably still parked outside their castle. After she got outside the carriage, she said, don't wait for me. Was it that she couldn't hurt them or that she couldn't use magic anymore? She couldn't hurt them. Okay, so she could still do her little teleporting thing, obviously. Right. I thought I thought maybe she had had her magic abilities taken away from her, and that didn't really make sense because she teleported back to her house. Doesn't really make sense why she wouldn't teleport to the wedding. Why wouldn't she have done that? Maybe because she wanted the grander entrance Maybe of so. bursting into the hall like that. Yeah, I wasn't sure why she was taking the carriage since we know how she left. Yeah. But it, it all does kind of make the whole sorry I'm late thing funnier because it's like, <laughs> I didn't really know I was going to come make this threat, but <laughs> here I am. <laughs> kind of a last minute thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for the still, moment. We still have, I think, that backstory to <laughs> of Regina dealing with Maleficent to get that uh, or to trade the dark curse with the sleeping curse. Yeah. Um, then uh, a couple other things here. Let's see. So Rumpelstiltskin or no, not Rumpelstiltskin, Blue Fairy used this uh, the fairy dust to make this kind of I keep slipping the word out but this uh, kind of capturing spell and it was used several times here and it seems like the same thing that they used on the quill that later got Rumpelstiltskin but they did say something about it wears off yeah yeah, yeah I remember the blue fairy saying that it does wear off yeah like, well, we saw that, of course, because um, Cora used it on Archie's dog, and that wore off eventually, mm-hmm. and all of these other people, yeah. Yeah. So cool that they finally have fairy dust. They're processing still fairy dust. I guess they found more diamonds, and they are processing fairy dust in Storybrooke. Was, uh, was was the Blue Fairy dressed as a nun still? I didn't notice that in Storybrooke. What, what, was, she, what yes, was she wearing? I feel like such a girl asking thing. that question. I think she was. <laughs> she was still dressed as a nun? Yes. So she was a nun tossing magic. <laughs> That's a funny picture. Why is she still a nun? I don't know. Maybe she didn't uh, have time to find uh, a different outfit or something. <laughs> because yes. Where's my both. squid dress? Now, uh, also in Storybrooke, did you catch that Mr. Gold had a dream catcher? Which, does that remind you of anything else? Neil. Yeah. With uh, uh, Bellfire, possibly? I don't think that's a coincidence. I think he picked that dream catcher up for her to use on purpose. I th- I don't think that's a coincidence. I think it was... I think it was something that he had connected to her. I mean, yes, it was to capture memories from Pangu, which I thought, oh gosh, this is going to be a last. No wait, an old yeller. We're like, what's what's the movie where it's like Jimmy in the well? Like the dogs barking and they're like, Lassie? what happened, boy? Is Jimmy oh, in the yeah. well? Lassie. Okay, I thought it was going to be a moment like that, and I was like, please no, please no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This dog is going to start talking. <laughs> I was like, please, no. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I kind of thought he was going to start talking, too. <laughs> but then at least he could have said, "I that didn't smell like Gina. <laughs> I thought that was cool that, that Pongo could tell that it was not Regina. Mm. I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Did you know right away that it wasn't her? 
No, I didn't. I thought that's probably not her. Yeah, I said it when as soon as she walked the room with possibly even before Pongo started barking. So I guess I'm kind of like a dog in that way. But <laughs> yeah, the, the the dog barking thing. Um, you know what I thought it was? Was what started me thinking. I thought it was Pongo could sense her evil intentions, and I, uh, I thought it was yeah. I thought it was Regina, and I thought Pongo was trying to warn Doctor Hopper of her evil intentions. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit torn there, thinking either this is. Hey, wait a minute! I just had a thought here. He could have been Cora at the dock, who is jogging, who interrupted Regina and Jiminy Cricket. That could have been Cora, not uh, actually Red. That's aggravating. Because Cora's I was, everywhere. Yeah, I was thinking, how did Cora know about Dr. Hopper anyway? It, it could have been, but I think she probably has to have some knowledge of a person and what they look like currently before she imitates them. Now, maybe she saw Red somewhere, but... <laughs> Hmm. I don't know. But either yeah. way, I mean, that could be. Cora's just stirring up stuff. Oh, yeah. When we rewatch the episode, we'll have to see then, did Red or Ruby make any mention to having witnessed the fight? Well, there was some mention of a fight, but that might have been Regina referred to. So we'll have to go back yeah. and see that when we do our full discussion later. Cora's taking away everybody that Regina could run to, isn't she? That's just her mission yeah. right now, isn't well, it? She said she wants to wait until Regina is broken. Er, she's all sneaky. Yeah, this is not going to turn out well. I hope that they don't remain in secret for too long, but the way the show's been going, I don't think they will. I think it's been necessary, though, so that we can have the breather and have a little tiny bit of normal storybrook life. Because if they had just spotted the ship the moment the girls got back, it would have just been right back into chaos. Still no time to rest or think or reunite or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll probably do it one more episode incognito. And then after that, probably make their presence known. You know, when... When Regina was was kind of, she was in that room, and David and Emma came up to her, and they were asking her questions, they were questioning her, yeah. I thought, wow, David sure is being harsh. Could that be Cora as David? I don't there was think no so. indication that, that David was not himself, but... I just thought, and it aggravated me. Yeah, this Cora could be oh, anybody. I I hate this game. Of who is Cora <laughs> now? Who is Cora now? But, like it keeps us <laughs> on our toes. Game. So many masks. <laughs> this cricket game. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's gonna twist our minds for a while. Yeah. That's the hard thing with shapeshifters. It's like anybody could be anybody. Mm. I hope this doesn't last for very long. Probably not. Now, uh, people who saw the previews before or some of the other spoilers knew that someone was going to die in this episode. And true to ABC form, they really misled us on this one. They yes. did. Someone died, and it seemed like it was someone significant. And at first, I thought, there's no way they could kill Archie. No, they, they can't. He's, he's an important But character. then we saw the body. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I thought. I was sad. I was sort of proud of him because <laughs> he, you know, he isn't always an integral part of the show anymore. And I thought, they went there. They mm-hmm. will actually do that. That's so daring. And then they didn't. But at the same time, <laughs> I was proud us. of them for not putting Belle in the hold of the ship. So yeah. either yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's very true. Uh, so uh, let's see, a couple other things here on my notes. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin or Mr. Gold said that he knew a sheepdog or two. I wonder if that's a reference to some other fairy tale or some story. Well, he had sheep. You remember? Did he? He did. You remember he was making the torches from the sheep's wool that he oh. had? That smelly oh, yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he used to, okay. he was just a, he was spindle shanks. Yes. Remember? Lanolin, also known as sheep crap oil. <laughs> 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 Emma. <laughs> wow. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah so that, that explains that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much all I had to talk about. Uh, Jeremy, did you have anything else that stood out to you in our for our initial reactions? Um, no, I don't believe I did. Well, um, I want to take a moment before we wrap this up to thank a few other people who made this podcast possible. And David Newland and Mark Stapleton sponsored this episode of Once Podcast. Thank you so much for your support and uh, donating to help support Once Podcast. You're like co-producers with us to make this possible. And if anyone else would like to go out there and sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, even if it's a specific episode, like someone sent in a donation saying, I want to sponsor this particular episode, then you can go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. So thank you so much, David and Mark, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. Now, we are recording this podcast live from Las Vegas at the New Media Expo, and tonight are the podcast awards. So we won't know who won until tonight. You'll Wish probably luck. see us tweet. <laughs> yeah. You'll see us tweet and maybe blog about it if we win. Of course, we'll blog about it and we'll tell you and let you know. But uh, that will be tonight. If you are hearing this before then, uh, on uh, Friday, what day is today? Monday, January 7th, then you could still join us uh, January the evening of January 7th. Probably at podcastawards.com. It will be live streamed, but certainly follow us on Twitter. And uh, most likely, though, you'll be hearing this after the awards. And you can go to podcastawards.com and see who won if you're hearing this after January 7th. And we're hoping that we won. The chat room is all saying uh, break a leg. Good, good luck, luck, good luck, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for that. Uh, please send us your feedback about Once Upon a Time. What did you think of the cricket game? We want to know so that we can incorporate your feedback into our next episode of One's Podcast. Email feedback at onespodcast.com or pick up the phone and call 903-231-2221. Or you can also go to onespodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab to record a message right from your computer. We won't have another live episode until Probably not until January 16th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5, because um, our internet connection is a little bit questionable at times and schedules. We're still trying to line things up, and especially my schedule with helping cover CES, which if you want to check that out, go to tpn.tv. We're already live with our coverage there as of uh, this first full week of January. So check that out. But um, we probably won't be live, but you can follow us on Twitter to see any late-breaking announcements as we say, we're going live right now or we'll be live in tonight or two hours or anything like that. <laughs> so follow us on Twitter, please, over at twitter.com slash once podcast. And you can follow each of us individually on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Ramen Noodle. 
I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny's Nook. Big thanks to Marcus Hurting from Germany, uh, Neshi Zero from Canada, and EJ Stewie from Canada for leaving iTunes reviews for us. If anyone else wants to leave a review, jump over to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. And until next time, remember... You got your PhD from a curse. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors to this week's episode of Once Podcast, especially Simul TV. Please check them out at oncepodcast.com slash simultv. That's S-I-M-U-L-T-V. Oncepodcast.com slash simultv to test drive the next evolution in entertainment. And big thanks to our other sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor, please visit oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.